You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. A Godish. What's a Godish? Well, a Godish is when you take the Amorim from the field and you tie them up in a couple of them in a little bundles, and then you bring a whole bunch of them, and you and you pile more, more, more on more, and you have this huge, big uh, field, uh, not a field, a huge, big pile. It's not just one pile, it's a whole amount. And what's the problem? So you make a goddish. What's wrong with that? Shaloi Luka Tachtov. Uh-oh. Underneath it, there's stuff that's not that wasn't yet picked up by the Aniyim. In other words, he he or his workers, and we'll see if, why it happened that way. But stuff got piled on an area where there was a leket stuff underneath. There's stuff underneath that Aniyim. He knows there's some leket there. There's stuff that fell off from when they did Kitzira, and now on top of it is the stuff that he did. Organ, in an organized way, harvest and put there, but there's leket underneath. So the halacha, our mission is telling us, anything that's physically touching the ground, the layer that hits the ground, even, and we're going to see, even if even if that wasn't from the, from from his leket, there's a special din that we, the chachomim say, we don't know, you should not have done that, we're going to give all the bottom layer to the aniyim. Let's say a different case happens. Haruach shepizra es Let's say your harvesters, your Mexicans, as we've called them in the past, have taken the uh, have taken the leket onto the field and have taken the omrim. They've harvested the area, and now what happened? They uh, what they do is they tie, they take a couple of sheaves, and they tie them together, but they don't tie them strongly. Because later they're going to pick all those sheaves and untie them and make this whole big uh, pile out of it, the Gaudition later. So the knot that, that by definition holds these uh, sheaves together is a knot that is loose. Therefore, a wind could come and untie the knot. That's the Ruach that's mentioned here. And now all those things get scattered and they blow on top of what? On top of the leket. You didn't put it there. The wind blew it there. But now it's all mixed up. And we talked yesterday about Suffolk leket. That seems to be here. So what do you do? So the Aniyim shows, hey, that's our stuff. And the Balabai says, that's my stuff. So what do you do? Om Dinosa. You figure out you 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 get the, the 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 farm guy to come out. You get Hank Kimball to come out. You get somebody who knows about farms, who's sent by the Besden, who understands agriculture, and he says the Besden sends out a special agent to say, "Kama leket he ruila asos." How much leket would usually happen here? He tests the quality. He says how much would fall. You have to figure this out. You have to figure out with some sort of math with some equation. You see the quality of, 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 of the material. You maybe look at the scythe. You take a look and see how much leket would usually be here. And a good faith estimate is made. And that's the amount the Aniyim get. 
It might not be the original stuff, but that's the way we make it. Sort of a very logical, scientific pshara, so to speak. You know, you don't have to send out a special uh, first. Uh, it's going to cost money for the botedinim to find the guy, the agent. There's a certain amount, and we're going to see what it is in the Gemara. There's a certain amount called Kedei Nefila, and we apply that. We don't say each field is different. Kedei Nefila on every field, and that's how the Ani takes it. So the Gemara right away says there's a big difference between the first case of the Mishnah and the second case. In the second case, we seem to do a logical type of thing that we say, let's do, let's do an Amidah. How much could it make? How much couldn't it make? And you give that to the Ani. And over here, in the Reisha, everything that touches the bottom layer goes to the Ani. Why? says, you know why? We're mad at you for what you did. Shagodash, you assembled this huge amount. Al Gabi Lichten Shalaniyim. You know what's going on. You know you've got to feel with Aniyim over here. Why did you put it there? Sumer says, Ad Kedoyin Mezid. That makes sense if you put it there in this way. He's sort of like trying to hide it from the Aniyim. We say, No, you don't. And if we find out about it, you've got to give that whole bottom layer, even stuff that you know isn't Leket. All the stuff that's in the bottom layer has to go. Afilu Shogeg, though. But when we instituted this halacha, even if the guy didn't know what he was doing, even if he didn't realize there was leket underneath there, no. Afilu krichos, even if the stuff that he put on there is completely bound, which means it definitely is not leket. 100% it's not leket. We're still going to give that stuff. We're going to force you to take the bottom layer that's touching the ground out of the, the tie that it's in, and give it to the Oni. <laughs> Even though you, in other words, the Leket stuff is the barley's is barley. And this Gaddish came over from the other area where it was wheat. So you know it's not the Leket. Everything goes. Anything that's on the bottom layer, even wheat, it goes. That's part of the Knas. Even if, you know, he has some friends that came. He had some people that came and said, hey, let's do uh, Irving a favor. Let's go and and take all his Amarim and put him in this area. He comes, what are you doing over there? That area is the Aniyam is supposed to be there. You did that. You know what? You got to be more careful. You got to watch what people do for you. We still make the Knas. Even the case was that you knew that this was for Aniyam to come. Your Mexicans harvested. There's a bunch of leket there. And you put out, hey, all Aniyam, I'm ready. I got stuff for you. I got stuff. Nothing happened. They didn't come. You put out the flag. Aniyam, show up. Nobody showed. And then you put the stuff there. So even though you could say it's their fault, they should have been there, we're still going to, we're still going to give a knas. Rabbi Yimi B'Shem Shem Ben Lokish said, you know, this halacha is an interesting halacha. The halacha is, what did you say? You said that we're going to give the stuff to the Oni. The Oni has the right to take it. Now, what did that mean? That means that, that the Bezdin has ruled, the Sanhedrin has ruled, 
that that lower those low that lower material has a din of leket, even though we know it's not really leket, right? We know it's not leket. It was the leket was barley, and this is wheat. So it has a shame leket. Now, if it has a shame leket, that means that you don't that the un who takes it doesn't have to give meisters from it, doesn't have to take trumas or meisters from it. It's mamish leket. Now, how did it become leket? From a special takono the rabbis made. But the rabbis can't just snap their fingers. There's a mechanism. What you could say is the rabbis made it hefker. The rabbis made it hefker to the ani. The rabbis control the money of a person and they made it hefker. But we know that in order to be putter from Meiser, it has to be, as we learned yesterday, it has to be Hefker Legamre. It has to have a real shame Hefker. And Hefker is only, if it's totally allowed, anybody can take it. If you, if you are Mafker something, according to Beis Hillel, and say, I'm being Mafker for anybody who makes less than $100 a month, that's not even Hefker for them. Because Hefker, by its definition, you can't put strings on it, according to, according to Beis Hillel. The way the lumdas of Hefker works is it's I'm, I completely remove myself. I don't have any interest who comes and takes it. You can't start saying Hefker for you and not for you. Shammai disagrees. Shammai says a Hefker has a power even if you try to circle to limit what the Hefker is. Hillel says, no, Hefker means you're out of the picture. So now let's think about it. You want to say Bezdin is telling you you have to make it Hefker. Bezdin is forcing it to be Hefker. But even if Bezdin's forcing it to be Hefker, the Ani should have to take Meiser. And our Mishnah says it's completely called Leket. It's Potter for Meiser. So that means, Rabbi says, according to quoting Rish Lakish, it must be our Mishnah's like Beishamai. The Beishamai Yomer Hefker Laniyim Hefker. That even the, right? Okay, Beishilel. According to Basilo, you have to learn our Mishnah with a little dreidel. Now, what's it talking about? The Aniyim can take it, but they have to take Meiser. Ma'asrim ba'eichlin. On that, Rabbi Yaisi said to Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Mi, he said, you know what? I learned that the Mishnah, even according to, to, to Hillel, means it's Potter mina Meisers. Why? Divrakohu. Why? Because that's the power what Bezdin has. Bezdin has a power of Hefker, Bezdin, Hefker. And Bezdin can say, we are going to make it Hefker even on our terms. When an individual makes something Hefker, so it's only called Hefker according to Hillel if it's for everybody. But Bezdin has a right to control the money and to control how Hefker works. And when they're making it Hefker, even though it's true, no, uh, no rich guy can take it. It's not Hefker for everybody. It's Hefker only for the Aniyim. But it has a complete shame, Hefker, and therefore it would be Potter from Trumas and Meisris. How do you know Bezdin has such power? Because we learn when Ezra came back in the beginning of Bayesheni, it says, got a question here, let's see. <laughs> yeah. Well, Enochinami. What does it say? It says, They wanted everybody to show up. Because they had to clean the swamp. <laughs> you know what the swamp was there? The swamp was 
that people had married uh, wives they shouldn't have had. They wanted a big convocation. Everybody had to come together, and everyone had to show up and stand in front of the Besden, and the Besden had to determine who could stay married, who couldn't stay married, because there were people there who shouldn't be married. And, well, who's going to come? They know that they're coming. They might end up divorcing their wives. So they gave out a hachros. Whoever doesn't come, this is our rule. And if you don't show up, you're not going to own anything anymore. All your, all, everything you own is going to be considered hefker. So you see, Bezdin has that power to be machrim. And to say, that's why everybody showed up. They were afraid of becoming penniless. They might have ended up losing their wives, but you know what? <laughs> No, that was that was that was when they came to Bayisheni, Yonatan. When they, and Bayisheni, they wanted everybody to show up in order to uh, to to purify Klal Yisrael, and they used the muscle power of Bezdin to say whoever doesn't show up is going to be considered penniless. So you see, Bezdin has that koach. Uminayin shupater menamaisrus, but is it really so strong? Is it such a strong thing that it could take out the din of the Torah? Remember, according to the Torah, this is not leket. According to the Torah, this was regular stuff that was being niktsar by the owner. And if it was by the owner, trumas and maestros, it might be bushels and bushels of stuff. How does, does Bezden have such a power to take away a mitzvah from it? So, Rabbi Yenison, Rabbi Yitzchak, Asa, Shomli Menadah. He said, I can prove to you Bezdin has such power. Because we know, ain't the, 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 the Mishnah, Brisa tells us, or the Mishnah, that even though we know that there might have been reasons because the winter seemed to be taking too long, there seemed to be issues, they would, Bezdin would add an extra month of the year, that's called an Ibershana, but you wouldn't do it on a Shviyas year. And one of the reasons you wouldn't do it is because that would make more material usser, right? You add an extra month, that means there's an extra month on the back end when, when the field, stuff that grows in the field is usser, and you can't work the field. So we would do everything we could not to add an extra month. Shviyas is hard enough. You added an extra month to it. The And we didn't add an extra month to Motsoy Shviyas either. We'll see in a minute why. In other words, on the seventh the eighth year, the Hanhagas of Bezdin was not to add an extra month. But the Imibrua, if they went against protocol and did it, it's considered an extra month and it's part of the other year. Now, the Chodesh Echadshu Mosif, now there's an extra month growing, an extra month of stuff growing. And it's Shviyas. And we know Shviyas is also Pater Mimaisris. Lo Pater Mimaisrisi, isn't it Pater? So here you see that the Rabbanan have the power to, to, to right? Because remember, really they shouldn't have done it. So it was a rabbinical thing that they did, adding an extra month. And because the rabbis said it, they shouldn't even shouldn't have said it. But now rabbinically, it would seem to be Shviyas. So you have rabbinic Shviyas, same thing over here. The rabbinical power in terms of our Mishnah. 
to say that this is wreck it and you don't have to take miser from it. Just one second. Ad Kedain Shviyas. We understand why Shviyas. We understand the idea because we don't want more Isurim. But Motzei Shviyas Minayan, where did it come from not to add an extra month during the eighth eighth year? Amar Avun because think about it. We talked about when we were doing halacha, the Isra Chodosh, right? Until the second day of Pesach, there's an Isra of eating Chodosh. So remember, nothing, nobody planted stuff during the Shemitah year. So where was the wheat that they were eating? Where were the grains coming from? It was primarily from stuff that was from the sixth year. The seventh year didn't produce a whole bunch of wheat and field for them. It might have been spikeshvias and other things, but the but the harvest is based on the sixth year. You now are going to add an extra month? Who says there's going to be enough stuff left over? So because of the Isra Chodosh, we don't want you adding an extra month to the eighth year. Now, when was there this Hanogah of Bezdin not to add extra month on the seventh and the eighth? Before Rebbe's time, even though we knew stuff was growing in Syria and stuff was growing in Lebanon and stuff was growing in Mitzrayim, there was a harchok of the chachamim of bringing in any stuff from chutzlarets. They didn't import vegetables and food and grains from chutzlarets. Why? Because they were worried about uh, tuma. Because remember, in chutzlarets, they buried their dead everywhere. The gush of chutzlarets is Tameh. But then, after the Churban Beis HaMikdosh, Rabbi Yudah Nossi was Matir, we can now bring in and import stuff from Chul. So now they could import stuff. So if Bezdin decides they wanted it an extra month, it's not, a, it's not, such, a, uh, it's not such a hardship. It's the same thing. Okay, all right. So, not, so there wasn't so much. So, oh, there's an Isser. What are we going to eat? We can't grow anything. Uh, you know what? There's plenty of, you have some extra money. I'm sure you could buy some stuff from the, from the Syrians, from the Lebanese, from the Mitzrim. You can get some stuff. Also, what did we say? We said, Tani, Ein Ma'abrin, there's a whole uh, protocol. Omar of Mana, Where was it that you don't do it on, on the seventh or the eighth year, that was only when everything was normal, where God was sort of looking out for us and having the years proceed normally. What is Shonim Kishidron, Rav Chaim Kanyevsky's beer? So basically, we knew that generally everything was going to become ripe in the proper time. And if we added an extra month, we'd be Makayim the mitzvah of having things proper. However, things have changed today. So now he It's all the same. Because it's not like Oh, the grains aren't growing properly. Oh, we need to have that extra, can't have that extra month. Stuff is anyway all not the way it should be. There's clothes, things aren't growing properly. So the extra month isn't going to make a difference. 
And in fact, even in the time of Gamliel, which is before Rebbe, they actually added, as soon as we became Moetishvius, they said, hey, we need an extra month this year. They didn't wait till Adar or before Adar. Right away, they said, we're adding an extra month. You know what? I don't like this whole discussion. You're connecting our Mishnah to the idea of, of Iber, Iber HaChodesh, of Iber Shana, of adding another year. What does it say? It's not a Durabanan. It's not like Hefker, Bezdin, Hefker there. Bezdin is doing the mitzvah from the Torah. You make it seem as if Bezdin made up their mind and now becomes a rabbinical extra month. That only rabbinically is it considered part of the Shemitah year. Or rabbinically it's part of the next year. That's not true. Why? The Pusik says that they have the power to do it. It says, Shemar is Chodesh Aviv, which means they've got to make sure that to add the extra month to make sure that when it becomes Nisan, it's green out there. Shamru, make sure that you protect it, make sure you do what you can. And therefore, it's a din So you can't really bring a proof from there to our case where it's a special knas. And Veda Amrit, and over here in our Mishnah, what are we saying? Do Godish, right? When you talk about a Godish, that you have Leket, that the Oni didn't take, that's underneath. Anyway, as we saw, Ramana B'Shem Shimon Lokash said it's Beishamai, because Beishamai Yomrim Hefker, Laniyim Hefker, but Kebeisilel, the Aniyim would have to take Meiser. And Rabbi Yossi said, he heard that it was Potter Mena Meisris, Divri Akol Mishum Knas. Okay. Now, the question is, all right, so our mission itself proves it. And if if you accept uh, Ravmana, that our mission is like Beisilel, it must be that Hefker, Bezdin Hefker works even to take off the din leket. But you can't bring a raya from Kiddush, from, from Iber Shana. Okay. Um, we said in the Mishnah that you figure it out. According to Shem Megamil, there's something called Kedei Nefila. What is Kedei Nefila? Reb Zeyra Babo B'Shem Reb Yochanan Arbos Kabin Lakur. That's the way it's about one about one forty fifth of the field. Trust me on this. That's about one forty fifth. Four cabin to a core. In other words, you figure out for every core of material, you take what four cabin, the proportion of four cabin to that, and that's what the oni will get. One forty fifth of the material underneath. Tamantanina. We know that we have a Mishnah that says, Amr Ma Kitz Where's that? Let's take a look at Rav Chaim. It's in, it's in Bava Metziah. It says the following. Let's say I decide to become an Oris. I decide to be a sharecropper for you. And now I'm looking, I'm saying, boy, this field's not working. You know what? I don't know if it's worth it for me to work this field. It doesn't seem like it's going to produce anything. Normally, a sharecropper works the field and takes a percentage of what, what, what is produced and gives the other to the, to, to, to the balabas. So let's say 60-40 is a pretty um, uh, generous way. 
And he gives 60% to the Balabas, he takes 40. Then he sees, hey, this stuff isn't growing anything. So, even so, im yesh bo kedei lahamid kri, chayev letapel bo. That's what the Mishnah says. If there's enough to produce a kri, a, 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 a thing that you're going to take to the granary, you need to do the job. So, that's a very vague amount. What do you mean, Kadei Lasso's Cree? How much is that? Everyone's Cree is different. So, let's read it again. Let me read it again. I, I skipped a line. I'm sorry. Rabbi Arbis Kabin Lakur. That's one one to one forty five. Rabze Raboy Komi Rababo. Is it Arbakabin Lakur, which is one to forty five? Or the base core. Not the core that's produced, but base core means an amount that you could put that amount of seed in. Not the amount that's produced later. But a, a, a huge amount of area, a huge amount of area that you're planting stuff in. That's the question. Now, that, if you hold it to base core, uh, that would be much smaller than a core. A base core is the amount of four carbon to a big area that you could grow, that you could plant a core's worth of seed, not a core's, not what shows up later as a core. So that's going to be a lot less. So what is Kedai Nefila? So on that, the answer was the base core. So it's much less than 145. It's a very small amount that the Oni is going to get to the total. So Taman Tanin and Amar when now, when it comes to Baba Metziah, when it talks about Kedai Nefila, Ma Kitzvah Bikri, right? What's the Kitzvah Bikri? So what did you say it meant? You said it meant, Elam Yeshpa What does Kedai Nefila mean? Nefila meant there that let's say the sharecropper checks out the field and says, it's going to be a bad year. I can see from the rain, from the quality of the seed, from what's starting to grow, this ain't going to produce much. So we tell the guy, is it enough that you could replant? Is there enough here for the next year? Today, Nefila meant enough is going to fall out of this weak harvest that you're going to have seeds for the next year. That's what Kadei Nefila meant. The words Kadei Nefila were used in Bava Metziah, and they were used in Mesech Tespeya. Why do they mean two different things? That's the Gemara's question. That's what Nefila means. In other words, over here you're talking Kadei Nefila means how much would usually fall out of a field that you would harvest? That was the question. That when you do a normal harvest, how much stuff falls out of your hand when you're cutting? That a field of this size, how many stuff falls on the ground compared to the total amount? That's the that's that's what we're explaining today in the field to me. And on that we have a machlokus. Is it a base core or is it core or kid base core? But in Bavmitsia, the term Kadena Fila means how much is going to grow here that it's going to be worth going to have enough seed here to make a decent field to replant. Maybe that's what Kadei Nefila should mean. That maybe when it says Kadei Nefila, that you give him Kadei Nefila, it means you give the Ani enough Leket that would be considered enough 
material, if he had a field, that he would want to replant that stuff. Maybe it should mean the same thing. But over here, you're, you're saying it means something else. And maybe it's because it makes sense to say it means something else because the, the cases are different. And that's the way the Yashami answers. Yashami doesn't answer things like the Bavli many times. Yashami sometimes puts the question out there, shows you it's different, and then it goes on, which is why some people say that the Yashami is not a finished book. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't learn it, of course. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.